Hello and welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we want to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without having to worry about losing them, so we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the entire episode. I'd like to also let you know this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you know one in your building or you're an English teacher who has to put on a play every now and then or you kind of like doing plays so you volunteer after school with the club, go to LudLambDramatics.com. There is jack shit for theater in the teacher stores, but LudLambDramatics.com has all kinds of great inspirational posters, diagrams, instructions on how to put on stage makeup, parts of stage, what the different stage lights are, as well as theater words and like how theater applies to the real world. It's an awesome resource. Go to LudLambDramatics.com. I'd also like to thank our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. They are the bomb. They are these hard pretzels that are dipped in chocolate and wrapped in caramel and rolled around in all kinds of great cereals and candies, and I can't describe them enough. They are an exquisite treat. Treat yourself. Go to Legendary Pretzels and hook yourself up. I'd also like to thank all of our folks out at Patreon. That's right. For as little as $5, $10 a month, you can get all kinds of extra content, bonus things, interviews with the host. You get to talk with us and join us in our Facebook group. This uh, Friday, August 27th, we're doing a watch party for kindergarten cop for all of our patrons and we're also going to be doing a special streaming event for our 100th episode only for our patrons now i'd like to thank our patrons here we go big thank you to melissa v steph science teach 17 michael m kim c william p sarah o aldrich t la scorpionita brit m tisha c Teresa h biker teach caitlin l marcia m weaza christina b miss alabama Kristen b megan r huvian ashley m jason f amber h jjo Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah N. Thank you all of you for contributing and helping keep us going. You know, the more of you join, the more stuff we put out. We got Patreon stuff coming out all the time. All right, my friends, this is episode 97. It's full. We recorded just last night, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And remember, if you have something you'd like to share with us, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. All right, my friends, enjoy. It's a good feeling. God, what's that about? So gross. I'm so to be a <laughs> caring parent. Blech. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here today with my great friends, Mr. Count Chocolate. Count's in the building. What's up, everybody? Also with his name is Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. And Miss Sparkles. Mrs. Hey, Sparkles. Y'all. Hello. And last but not least, Shirley, what do you have today? Hi, guys. Sorry I'm late. Had to go number two. <laughs> it's Harley. It is sweet, Harley. Sweet Harley. Damn right. I like her. Have you watched the cartoon they have on HBO for her? I have. Voice I... by Kaylee Kuwakwo. Yeah, we could have a whole conversation about that later. I have a lot of feelings. Oh, you have feelings. I, I have feelings about it. <laughs> well, folks, it is it's the tail end of summer. I think all of us on the show, at least at this point, are in professional development mode. A lot of us have started teaching. I was back in the classroom last week. And my kids started last week. It was a hella crazy week. 
And I'd say all things considered, it ended all right. I, I'm kind of excited about this pushback from the district saying, screw you, we can require masks if we want. You don't have to be here. And so that kind of gives me hope. But, man, the news is kind of grim. And so I'm almost starting to tune away from the news as much as possible. Go a little more podcast and audiobooks and music, things where I have more control over the content to keep me sane. Because I am excited about teaching and I'm excited about being in the room. But I kind of have to compartmentalize everything or else it gets me a little bit. But how are you guys doing? Ms. Bunny, what's going on with you? Uh, we Okay, so at the time we are recording this, um, my students come back tomorrow. And I am in a district that has not pushed back on the no mask requirement. So I'm not, ex- I'm not anticipating very many of my students at all to be masked. Um, catch me double masking all day. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, the girl's not trying to get COVID between now and the time I go out on maternity leave. So, um, but I, there are things I'm excited about. I have a really awesome new teammate this year and I am excited to, I get to, you know, for better or worse, we get some of the things back that we didn't get to do last year, stuff like that. But it's, I'm, I have been in professional development mode and then tomorrow is the big day. So. Well, I'm glad you get to build up to it. What about you, Mrs. Sparkles? Where are you? You just moved, man. I mean, that adds all kinds of stress to an already changing situation. How are you holding up? Um, I'm okay. So um, I spent the last two weeks. Sorry if it's echoey, by the way. There's no furniture in my apartment right now. Um, (laughs) I'm in my bedroom on the floor um, because my furniture and my husband are all in Dallas, (laughs) which is great. (laughs) Um, they'll all be here tomorrow. Um, but I'm really, you know, I gotta say, I spent the last two weeks staying with a friend of mine, um, and doing professional development and starting to get, like, get in my classroom. And I'm really excited for a new adventure, but I'm really excited to be back in a city that I love. And I'm just, you know, it's stressful. I definitely cried. Um, at least eight times this week from the stress, uh-huh. but, uh, I'm, I'm once everything is like settled, I feel really good about it. So I'm not too shabby. And, um, I'm teaching a class I've never taught before in my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are you excited about that? Or is that kind of like a, uh, I'm like, kind of well, I'm kind of excited about it. It's a moti- it's a motivational class, so it's basically like a study skills class for the freshmen. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a way, I'm kind of excited for it because I I don't know. I think it'll be interesting and it'll be a nice break from my normal content area every day to like turn that part of my brain off and follow a curriculum and like do something else. Um, so we'll see how it goes. This is. I'll be honest, this is kind of a make or break year for me in education. Like I could potentially be done with teaching at the end of this year. Um, just depending on, on how I feel. I just, I I love teaching, but I am kind of not loving teaching in public school in a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Word. Word. There's, There's definitely some potential for me to, move on to something else we'll see i i hear you there it's definitely i i can't really do another hardcore year like last yeah. year i i'm just not up for it 
And it's made me think enough for like, okay, what exactly are my retirement plans? What's my age number? And I start playing with that calculator a bit. I'm like, okay, well, I can retire and try to be out of the classroom by this age. So if I can get a good side hustle going before then, maybe I can get out of teaching a little bit before that number. Yeah, I've been playing with that calculator. I've been thinking about that a lot. It's on my mind. Count, how are you doing? You're you had kids back, man. Oh man. Um I'll say this. This was the worst first week ever. But Oh, oh yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but oh. we survived. Um there were just a lot of glitches in the system and um I think there were some new policies implemented for um schedule making and for enrollment that was that they were implemented however i don't believe anyone with any experience was consulted before oh. or prior to so it was a mess um enrolling people is a i mean it's a several step process there's at least seven or eight different kind of documents that you have to have uploaded or have copies of that we scan and bring in but i think we set a record for new enrollees oh wow um it was that, but also you have students that, you know, withdrew last year and maybe they were going to be homeschooled because we had, you know, <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandemic or maybe they did some kind of a virtual academy somewhere and, you know, we're waiting for transcripts and it's hard to put people in the right class if we don't know what classes you've taken and it's hard to go on your word <laughs> as well because people will say anything. Yeah. Um, it was extremely stressful. Um, there were, you know, I think there were 12, 13 hour days every day, but... I survived it, so I'm encouraged for week two because there's no way it gets worse than week one. And (laughs) all the shit that, like, caused me the extreme amount of stress, that's all done with. So it's got to – it gets better from here. So I'm optimistic. That's really good. Shirley, what about you? Um, I still have one more week of staff development, and it's cool. I – and this is so bad. I feel really guilty. I am so chill and relaxed going into this school year <laughs> like I've never been. It's like my new principal is one giant Xanax. And I am just riding that calm wave, which does has never happened, really. Um, I think the biggest thing is, as far as our lesson plan format It is a new format, but it's a district policy and not a campus policy. But he told us, he was like, look, those of you who teach multiple subjects like me, he said, the expectation is that you give me one district lesson plan. And that doesn't mean you, you know, don't have to do lesson plans for your other classes or whatever, but the ones that I get, the official ones, if you teach multiple subjects, I only need one of them. Because that's a lot of like piddly piddly, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we all know lesson plans are the worst. Um, So him saying that, because I have three preps and him saying that, you know, it was just like, because he said, you know, we're doing this in Google. So the idea is you do one in this form this year and then next year you can do the other one. And there you go. So I'm just like, holy shit, man. I'm good. Like it's all good. <laughs> I feel real oh. guilty though. Cause I know everybody else is mega stressed out. Um, it is such a dumb, petty thing, but the only thing that, you know, 
the sand in my bathing suit for this year is I bought so many new lipsticks. I bought like 25 oh. new lipsticks and I can wear none of them. Oh. Yeah, bro. I feel none. you. I've, I knew I've you would. Wearing, I've been wearing my lipsticks again and it's been so good. And now I'm like, son of a... Everybody fucking ruined it. I got my vaccine. I was feeling good. I was feeling safe. And now all you assholes have ruined it, and I can't wear my lipsticks. I think I jinxed it because I bought all those lipsticks. Have you guys noticed any kind of um, our principals being a little tentative about making plans for the fall? Yes. I feel like normally this time of year, I'm getting a list of in September, we'll be doing this. In November, we'll be doing this. We've got these three speakers. It's like they give you the whole big, long calendar. And this time, everyone was just kind of quiet. No one's really planning more than a few weeks ahead. And Shirley, what you got about that? What'd you notice? Um, well, I, you know, we switched, we started using last year, we, um, our learning system, what, what do you call it? Our, our long distance learning system um, was Canvas and Sparkles and Bunny were my rock stars and they, they talked me through it um, because we didn't get access to it until like two days before the school year started. And um, basically what our principal was saying is no one is, no one has the option to be, you know, a long distance learner. All of our students are in person. However, everything that you do, you know, even if it's just your lesson plans or whatever, please just keep your canvas updated just in case, just in case. And I overheard one of the assistant principals saying he would be shocked if we made it to Thanksgiving without having to like shut it down. That's true. But I remember hearing the exact same thing last fall. That's true. Everyone's like, oh, you know, we're only going to last a few weeks. And no, it was like, no, we just keep going. I think like Bunny, your school shut down without going virtual for like one week early on, right? Oh, yeah. Um, back before Thanksgiving, we shut down for two weeks because we had so few staff mm-hmm. that we couldn't like, I mean, we were down like two thirds of our students too, Yeah, but we had so many staff quarantined that, and we couldn't get subs that it was deemed better for us to be online at that point. But um, this year I'm not expecting anything like that to happen at convocation our superintendent made comments about seeing the kids' smiling faces back in the building. Gross. And kept referring to COVID in the past tense. <laughs> okay. Like last year when we had COVID going on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Bruh. son. <laughs> sir. No, the news on that's really getting me, especially if you look at how many pediatric beds are left in like the Dallas area, which is none. It's terrifying. We have two Europe. major children's so hospitals. Scary. And there is not a, a PICU bed to be had. We have, yeah, we have no um, ICU beds in the town that I live in. And we have two hospitals. And in the larger town, which is right next to us, there's nothing. So mm. if you are requiring ICU, good luck. Yeah. It, it's, it's scary out there. And then I saw the messages last week in the news article about a day before school started in Florida. That county lost four teachers to COVID. <sighs> Yeah. Within 24 hours of school, right before it was supposed to start, um, all four were unvaccinated. Three were by choice, but the other one was waiting on a medical clearance before they could get it. And so they were supposed to get it in the next week or two. 
but it, it just it really sucks. It's really sad. It's really unfortunate. However, I think it could have been avoided had they got their vaccination. And so if you're out there, you're not vaccinated. Don't be scared. We're not being mean to you, but do it. it. It could save your life and a lot of trouble for everyone around you. Don't we be would, such a pussy. We would, we would hate to know that like one of our listeners, like one of our people, that something happened to you that was pre- preventable. Like we don't want to see anything happen to y'all. Yeah. Y'all are so much nicer than me. Don't be a pussy. Get vaccinated. God. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about your neighbors. Think about that poor teacher that was waiting on mer- medical clearance, but because assholes around them didn't get vaccinated, died from COVID. Yeah. Get your vaccine. All right, my yum yums. This is a post from the Reddits from Tominator BE. Developing a teacher voice. Hi, I'm going to be a Tai Chi teacher, but I'm a bit of a shy person, which makes my voice timid. I know confidence helps, and I have confidence in what I'll be teaching. But still, how does one develop a voice that carries through a gym room? Just talk louder will probably just hurt my vocal cords. (laughs) You've come to the right group of people, (laughs) because most of us have theater backgrounds. So who wants to start with the coach voice? Because I know coaches that, like, you wish you had a way to turn their volume down. They've spent so much of their life outside talking really loud so they can be heard across the whole field. And then, like, when they're inside, it's still there. And when it's just, like, two of you in a bar, (laughs) the guy's still, like, almost yelling at you because that's just what he does now. I mean, you guys have all met that guy. It's my brother-in-law. So, I mean, (laughs) mean, Miss Sparkles, how do you hit those notes? How do you get that that stage whisper going? To get that really good teacher voice, um, I actually channel my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My mother is not a teacher, and she never has been a teacher. You know that voice your mom gets and count? You're really going to understand what I'm saying. The the booming voice of a black woman who is unhappy with you. <laughs> it's scary. But you mean that voice that used to echo through church? Yes. <laughs> the one where they call you by your full name. Yeah, yeah. All three of them. Yeah. All three of them. <laughs> yeah. The scarier one, though, is the one where they just get real quiet. Yes. And that was yeah, that's the scary one. Like, yes, as a teacher, you want to project confidence. You want to have good diction. You want to have great enunciation, blah, blah, blah. But if you're trying to get kids attention and like, let's say you have an attention getter and it's not working. Um, I've always found that if I start speaking very quietly. Exactly. That scares some of the kids and the ones who aren't scared are just wondering what you're saying. So they shut up. I like to use, um, just my regular voice, but I'm such, I'm so dramatic. I'll just stand at the front and I'll just wait and I'll just wait (laughs) and I'll look at everybody because eventually they're like, what's she doing? And they all get really quiet. (laughs) Um, I also, I don't have so much as a teacher voice as I have a teacher look. Yeah. Um, yes. Early, very early on in my teaching career, I my my students nicknamed me the face because I I have a certain look that I get when I'm really cranky <laughs> or irritated, and if they see that look hit my face, it tends to shut the room down pretty quickly. So less of a voice, more of a look. <laughs> what about you, Bunny? There can definitely be power in having a softer voice. 
like if you have if you have occasions where everyone's going to be kind of off I don't know I'm not completely familiar with Tai Chi so I don't know if this applies or not but like if you have occasions where they're all off working and doing their own thing and talking to a partner and it's just kind of loud overall get yourself a signal or like a callback thing that you can get their attention without having to yell over them yeah and then and this is a thing that I do in my classroom like just refuse to talk above a certain level. Make them listen to you. I definitely have harnessed the the pop of air voice is how I call it. I don't use it very often because it's kind of like bringing out the big guns. Once you bring up your volume, there's really nowhere else to go up. Where you can be like blow a whistle or like turn the lights on and off. I mean, I, I, it's very much a last resort. I, I'm with the ladies and sometimes just changing the tone of my voice. Because if everyone's talking over me, I'll start topping quieter or just like, surely I'll just stop and wait. Look at my watch. And then usually two or three kids will be like, Shh, they're waiting. Hurry. But every now and then I harness the, the pop of air voice where I just need to be heard over everyone. And you really have to breathe it and pull it from your gut, from your chest, and don't have any of it in your throat. If you need to talk loud, talk from your chest, not in your throat, because that's where you start to go raw after a day or two. But Count, what do you do? I think you could have a booming voice if you wanted. Um, yeah, I have that coach's voice, um, but I rarely use it. Um, I think that was the voice reserved for the gym. But then, but then, even then, I think I, I kept asking myself, like, why am I yelling? Like, it's their job to listen to what I'm going to say to them, so I could talk at a normal volume, and they'd respect that. Now, in a classroom, mind you, I'm also six foot six, um, <laughs> so. Presence is is always big for me, and then obviously you know proximity. So I never feel the need to like really raise my voice to be the loudest one in the room. But I agree um, with actually like kind of lowering my voice and speaking at a very low volume. <clears throat> um, one, my voice gets kind of deep and a little rumbly, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. And then on top of that, I think it just folks, it makes everyone just kind of listen like, oh, he's not talking that loud. I, I have to stop what I'm doing and, and tune into what he's saying. And it doesn't even have to be anything profound. It could be, it could be like me, I don't know, listing all my previous addresses of rec centers that I used to go to and play <laughs> basketball at. Like, I don't know. They'll stop and listen. Yeah. But um, but I think it is good to to not be the one that's constantly shouting to have to get someone's attention because you'll have to keep shouting to keep their attention. Hey guys, guess what? Talk to us. We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon for as little as five, ten dollars a month. You, yes, you can get access to all kinds of extra content, bonus episodes, special events. In fact, we have two special events coming up very quickly. On Friday, August 27th, we're going to be doing a watch party for all of our patrons of the movie Kindergarten Cop. And you can hear Count say, it's not a Tuma. Do it for me. Do it for me, Count. <laughs> it's not a Tuma. It's not <laughs> it's going to be a great, great evening. So that's Friday, August 27th for all the patrons. So join now. And also on Labor Day weekend, we are recording our 100th episode ever. And we're going to try to find a way to live stream it. So those of you who want to listen in while it's being recorded can send in comments and questions. And we're going to try to get all fancy like that. So that's coming up. So join our Patreon. Do it now. Woo! Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right.
Are you guys ready? Would you rather? Yes, sir. Kill ten people and get away with it, or suck on a used tampon. <laughs> Gross. Uh, y'all got real quiet. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, so one time, one used tampon, or killing ten people and getting away with it. I'm fine answering this question, so I'm not gonna say. Really, jump in. What you got? Oh, I'm going to kill people. You know that. <laughs> you know that. I get to choose. I'm a killer. I get to choose, right? Yeah. I am going to seek out the most dastardly individuals known to humanity and go all Dexter on their butts. <laughs> Watch yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Tampons not getting near me. They're going down. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about you? Killing 10 people or sucking used tampon one time? Ugh. Man, I'm not a I'm not a big killer. Um, oh. However, <laughs> um, however, oh. I feel like I could do the world a favor if I chose the right ten people. Like I don't think anybody would be upset at me. Like oh, like if I had to like broadcast the ten that I I don't. Yeah, I I I'd cleverly choose ten. All right, and uh, I'd probably couple kill shots like just a bullet to the head like all right they're out of their misery and now we don't have to deal with them anymore all right miss sparkles what about you oh i'm killing 10 people (laughs) (laughs) get them sparkles get them i i don't i don't know that i don't know that our dear listeners clearly understand the deeply hidden murderous person that is inside of me i know But there are a couple of folks who I think really deserve to die. (laughs) And I would be totally happy to kill them. Down to clown. Down to clown. And now if I only have to pick 10, that's where it's going to get hard. I'm going to have to like make a list and like really (laughs) cross some people out. But I can think of at least three off the top of my head who I would go kill right now if I could. I can tell you the first person I would kill right now because I had to be in a kindergarten uh, lunchroom. So whoever the fucker is that still hasn't fixed Capri Suns so that straws can go in them can go to fucking hell. Because when there are 85, 4, and 5, and 6-year-olds with all Capri Sun juice boxes that they can't stab because these bastards are just evil and can't fix it, I have to go around. I carry a little tiny, like metals like almost a toothpick not an ice pick just to puncture it then put the straw in just to go quick because i'll be jamming that straw like 10 times getting all bent so that person's getting fucking shot that's awesome that's That's an interesting first call bunny what about you would you take the tampon i've never thought of you as the murdering type but okay i found a loophole go to a state that has legal assisted suicide And then just help people who are ready to go on their own terms transition. I love you so much. That's thoughtful. That's really sweet. But now I'm popping that fucker who made the Capri something like. 
Because <laughs> like, you don't mind that much if it's just like one or two kids. But when you got like a lunchroom full of them, fuck that. Uh, they need to make even uh-huh. a note now going to parents. Whatever your kids are getting in their snack packs, make sure it's something a kid can open. Because some of this stuff, like the plastic's really hard to peel off. And it's, yeah, I feel like 15 minutes I'm opening other kids' lunches. It's it's the most bizarre shit in the world. No, no, I want that. No, that's, yep. that's like a little mini freebie, just the t- Word, just the tip. What? Just the tip. Yeah, remix that. Um, If you have kindergartners or young children who are going to be eating lunch in the lunchroom unassisted for the first time, have them practice opening their snacks and doing the things. Mm -hmm. That's cute. Like, do a little, like, mini picnic in your living room floor or something and have them make them open their shit themselves. So oh, that yeah. they get used to it. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. All right, my friends. Oh my God. <laughs> it is time to wrap this up. So, my friends, thank you for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Mr. Count Chocolate. I have officially declared Sunday to be Chocolate Sunday. There you go. Ooh. I like it. What about you, Ms. Bunny O'Hare? Thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you for having me back again. It was a pleasure, as always. And Mrs. Sparkles, I hope you enjoy having all of your crap in a different town now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Bye, y'all. And last but not least, Shirley, what you got? Oh, wow. I'm a princess. (laughs) Where was I? Okay, my friends, enjoy your first (laughs) week. Deep drinks. Cheers. 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 All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is brought to you by Lud Lamb Dramatics and Legendary Pretzels. I'd like to thank my host who helped out with me today, Mrs. Sparkles, Count Chocolate, Bunny O'Hare, and Shirley Temper. My friends, if you get a chance, please reach out and share with us. You can hit us up through the contact page of our website, www.teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. And also, you can hit us up through the Patreon. For as little as $5, $10 a month, you get all kinds of extra content like the upcoming Kindergarten Cop Watch Party on August 27th and our Labor Day weekend 100th episode recording. So I hope you can join us. Anyway, my friends, take care of yourselves. Cheers! Episode 97 in the books. I watched the movie Clueless for the very first time. <gasps> Bless your sweetheart. Yesterday, I can't believe that's Friday. the first time you've watched it. If that's I saw the first the time you missed out on a whole lot of. Uh, that's a long time of jokes. Isn't it a delight, though? I enjoyed it. I liked how young Paul Rudd was. And so I went back and I started watching <laughs> Halloween Curse of Michael Myers, which is Paul Rudd's <laughs> first movie ever, is a really bad, like late halloween sequel where he's like this baby young boy who's narrating it it's funny as hell not like supposed to be but it is but no alicia silverstone i mean she had game back in the day those aerosmith videos that was an awakening mm-hmm. yeah all three of yeah. those videos and yeah i watched psych half the time because that one woman looks like alicia silverstone even though she's not anyway